Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. Hello. 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 What's up? Hello. I want to play a game with you. I love games. Wonderful. Let's play two truths and a lie. Okay. Okay, my turn. I will tell the two truths and the lie. Okay. Okay, so which of, which of these is the lie? Uh-huh. Uh, number one, uh, that I can spin wool into yarn on a spinning wheel. Mm-hmm. Number two. Interesting. Number two. Mm -hmm. Uh, I once went to a party in New York with animatronic monkeys attached to a two-person merry-go-round on a roof. Mm -hmm. Or number three, Mm -hmm. that my book, Wild Things, Acts of Mischief in Children's Literature, is now available in paperback everywhere. I'm going to say the second one. Okay. So actually, all of them were true. Oh. I don't know how to play this game very well. Oh. So that's... That's don't. I don't know how to lie. All that comes from my mouth is pure, truth. unmitigated uh-huh. truth. Uh-huh. I am like a font of truthiness. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, truthiness is lying, though, I think. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Well, maybe that's my first truthiness. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, congratulations on your book being in paperback. Thank you! I'm very happy. It's been only, it came out a while ago, and so it was nice that they are putting it out in paperback so if people want to buy it and uh, christmas is coming up i know i'm talking like holiday season not just christmas we got all sorts of gift giving occasions coming up and it's good for uh any child between what no it's not good for children at all it's actually for adults who like oh i was thinking funny girl no funny girl is also in paperback but wild things which came out before funny girl has just gone to paperback It's a little confusing. I, I went to paperback twice this year. You have so many books. I like, know. Even I can't, I can't keep track of them yeah. all. <laughs> <sighs> so, uh, so, so who are you? I'm not an author. I can tell you that right now. Do you want to be an author? Mm, I'm good. All right. <laughs> you just let me know if that changes I'm there. A, all right. I'm Kate, not the author. Oh, okay. And I'm Betsy, the author. There we go. And uh, and we're Fusate and Kate. Yes, I'm. And we are people who look at picture books mm-hmm. on a regular basis i'd say i'd even say we i'd go so far as to say we are sisters oh that look at picture books that's rather close yeah i, I think you're right yeah. uh just technically i'm, I'm just saying we're not whole, just people betsy yeah we're family we're family we're family <laughs> is, that, is that our new logo we're not just, <laughs> just people we're, we're family <laughs> it's not dinner it's DiGiorno. sisters yeah one of these days i will come in with you on that you song. really need to learn it i know it no, I just don't you... like to sing it. Why not? It's Because great... I prefer to rap it. Sister, sister. I don't know. I don't. Actually. I'd love to see you rap anything. Um, That's what I want. For every you. person in my generation knows one rap. And what is yours? Um. Well, I think it's Shoop. Uh, you know the entire song. I think I know the entire song Shoop. Not um, just the first couple verses, but the entire song. No, I'm pretty sure I know the entire song. I mean, you'd have to put me into a little cell and leave me there for like a week while I carefully s- inscribed it on, you know, 
I'm gonna say vellum. <laughs> okay. For some reason. Vellum. Uh, vellum. Why not? I'm gonna say vellum. And then I think I could come up with every single word in that. But I don't know if I could actually, on the spot, do them all. You couldn't do like a karaoke version of it. Without, I could if there were words, if but you I don't. At the screen. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know which one I can look. I can do without looking at the screen. What's it? Sir Mix-a-Lot, Baby Got Back. I know all the words to that beginning to end. I think I don't know all the words. I know many of them, but no, I don't. You would think I would know all the words to the very first, um, the very first album I ever received on cassette tape. And, and do you know what that album was? Mine was MC Hammer. Mine was MC Hammer. No, mine was MC Hammer because I had the doll. Well, I didn't have the doll, but MC Hammer was mine. Wait a minute. Am I actually you? <laughs> this is so scary. Did you not listen to good music until I came along? And um, you were like, what is this amazing? I listen to lots of musicals. <laughs> I knew any by heart. Yeah, if you want me to do a rap, I can do See, I can do the, the music man bit at the beginning. Yeah, we're veering <laughs> off topic again. Oh, we, we are. You're right. We need to so we talk about picture books. Yes. And we determine which ones are classics. Yes. And which ones are not. Yes. Yes. That is why we're actually here. Not to talk yeah. about MC Hammer and Music Man. Or Sir Mix-a-Lot. Or, or Animatronic Salt Monkeys. Salt and Pepper. Yeah. Or, I said that wrong. I'm sorry. I said oh. Pepper, not Peppa. I, yeah, I didn't even know what you were talking about. I, know, I was I'm like, sorry. no, we don't talk about food spices. items. What are yes. you talking about? Yeah. It's not about spices. It's not about spices. It's about spicy books. Like this week's book. Yes. Is that a transition yeah, or what? Nice. I'm feeling pretty good. Nice. I'm feeling pretty good. It's not a spicy book at all. It's, oh. it's, 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 but it's an interesting book. And it's a book that I was sort of inspired to do for a number of reasons. Because I was recently asked to try to think up any new children's books coming out right now that combat toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity? Yeah, specifically toxic masculinity. Now... What is toxic masculinity? I had to explain this to someone else earlier today, so I think I've got the definition down. Toxic masculinity is when you've got a guy who feels like he has to prove his masculinity so much that he puts down uh, gay men, that he puts down women, that he puts down anything that does not adhere to this toxic masculine view of both the, self the and creative world. arts. Yeah. Pretty much anything that yeah. doesn't fit into that very narrow slot of what is a man. So that's called toxic masculinity. How do we teach our boys, when they're young, not to become those jerks? Mm -hmm. And so are there books that do this? And uh, as it happens, there is a board book that is coming out right... I think actually it's coming out... Yeah, it's coming out this month. And it's called My First Book of Feminism for Boys. It's by Julie Merberg with art by Michelle Brumer Everett. Uh, and it's really good. There's another picture book out this year called Teddy's Favorite Toy by Christian Trimmer, illustrated by Madeline Valentine. But those are all new books. And I was like, well, are there any, are there any older children's books that would sort of be considered that? And I thought about... And not a board book. Not a board book. I'm yeah. talking about like a picture book. Yeah. And I wanted to I wanted to go back to, in some ways, the the book that started it all. So once again, we've got the HarperCollins Treasury Picture Book Classics on my lap. And HarperCollins should basically be sponsoring the show for the sheer amount of books of theirs that we do. I'd be okay with that. I'm okay with that too. Hey, HC, call us up. Give us money. Hey, <laughs> Susan Hirschman. <laughs> Actually, Susan Hirschman, you're going to hate this episode. I'm going to tell you that right now. Don't listen. But the episode is going to be about this book right here. What's that book? William's Doll. Yes, and it's so tiny a type, you can't make out who it's by, but I'll tell you who it's by. It's by 
Charlotte Zolotow. She's the uh, Thomas Tomas chick, right? She is. A Tiger Called Thomas yeah. was her book. This is illustrated by William Penn Du Bois, or Du Bois. I don't know actually how to pronounce it. It sounds French. It does. <laughs> she said, not wanting to explain where he was from because she didn't look it up beforehand. Nah. Sure does sound French, doesn't it? <laughs> sure does. Yeah. So I'm just going to hand you this tome. And you're going to read... Actually, I put, my, um, I put my chapstick in it so you could figure out the right place to go. Thank you. You're welcome. While Kate's reading the book, I'm going to give you a little background information on it. I'm almost regretting telling it to you here because I think it would actually add to the conversation quite a lot. But it's kind of cool and it may not come up. So let me explain to you right now. A lot of feminists have really embraced this book over the decades and decades since it came out. And... You know, Charlotte Zolotow has explained that although she was a feminist and appreciated that many feminists enjoyed the book's message, her inspiration was actually more from personal observation, uh, specifically about her husband's early attempts to bond with their son, Stephen, and about how men of the time period missed out on a lot of the pleasures of being closely involved with their children's development. She observed, for example, that by always exiting the room during diaper changes, her husband missed their son's first smile. Also, dude should have been changing some diapers. I, that's me, not her. But come on. Seriously. Hey. Hello. We are back. Yes. Wait a minute. So this is interesting. Yeah, ain't it though? Yeah. Yeah. You know why it's interesting? Why is it? Because, uh... Well, multiple reasons, obviously. Uh, yeah, yeah, I would think so. Yeah. But the very first page, I thought he was holding his lungs that were outside of his body. <laughs> I was like, this is like a medical Oh, book? I'm sorry, no. It does look exactly like what you're talking about. This, That's this is highly of, disturbing. Yeah, I was like, why is he holding his lungs? Why are they on the outside of his body? This is a medical story? This is very this, interesting. See, this, children, is why you should never draw a boy with a neckerchief. Yeah, this kid's obsessed with them. Oh, Every, tell me about he's it. He's got them in different colors. Yeah. And, um... No, and, he's all about the penny loafers, the neckerchief, the bowl haircut... It screams 70s. It's 1972. Let's take a trip back to 1972. Do we have to? Uh, no. Okay. I wasn't born, you weren't born. Yeah. Clearly nothing important happened that year. <laughs> Therefore. But hey, oh, this book came out, so there, we'll, we'll try to take it back just for this. Yeah, uh, but I really have a problem with the illustrations because... Do you now? Well, because I thought they were his lungs. Okay, like, that now I can see nothing else. Thanks, Kate. You're welcome. Thanks. That's really what I wanted to see every time I read that book. You're welcome. Uh, also, you've been though, playing organ attack too often. <laughs> well, it's also like when the kids, when his brother oh and the God. neighbor come over. Yes. I feel like if the illustrations were sharper, it it would be more of an effective visual message. Mm -hmm. Because as it is, it's like. To... Well, can you please describe what they are wearing? So they're wearing, like, okay, white polo t-shirts, white shorts. I um, believe there's a term for this. May I say it? What? Ten tennis whites. Tennis whites. They're wearing tennis whites. Yeah. As, yeah. as they hold their tennis rackets. They are the preppiest creatures. Yes. That ever you did see. Because that screams manly man. Yeah, it does. Mm -hmm. Totally. Prep. Teeny tiny shorts. <laughs> and... I mean, because we're talking 70s shorts. It's talking 70s shorts, my friend. Yeah. yeah. 
And but they're looking at the William yeah. who's imitating, you know, putting a, a doll to bed and like kissing it goodnight and and they're watching him and trying not to laugh, I guess. But the illustrations are like so fuzzy that it's yeah. just like a blur of brown that's mm-hmm. like a big pile of You mean the their hair? Yeah, well, the hair, the face, yeah. and the shadowing, it all just kind of blops together. Yeah, there's no distinct features. Yeah, I don't... In fact, his expressions themselves are difficult to make out to a certain extent. Yeah, I feel if the pictures were a little clearer, it mm-hmm. would be more of a visual message of, oh, he is being he is being threatened right now. He is scared. Right. Whereas now I'm just kind of like, I, I can only Look, really do it by the text. your older brother and his friend are possibly going to beat you up for something you would look a little nervous i would think right yeah but no there is no i mean even in one of these photos where like they're creeping up i can't tell if the brother who's sneaking through the door is going has has a finger up to his mouth to go shh or if he's picking his nose could be both it could be he could be he could be accomplishing two things at once (laughs) he's a very efficient fellow i i i don't know i just i I just have a problem with the illustrations but so the brother. Calls... I'm just gonna say it, you're not alone. Okay. Uh, it, this is a problem that I have had with the. I book feel for like years. I remember you complaining about it in another episode. Yes. About um, wanting better illustrations. Oh my my rant. Yeah, is we were just waiting the, in the wings it was here we were for doing its moment the, in the, the sun. Tomas Thomas. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I have a hard time not letting it burst out of me like a song <laughs> at times. So. Well, but I'm holding back for now. This okay. is this is your moment. Of okay. To shine. So the oh, the brother says <laughs> to William, "Don't be a creep." And the boy next door calls him a sissy multiple mm-hmm. times. A creep? I think he's does... gay. I think that's what he means. He doesn't use the term, but I think that's code. Okay, because I was like, do you know what the definition of creep is? Because yeah. no, that I, doesn't really apply I'm here. I'm pretty sure he's saying gay, but since gay people were considered creepy, that... That is what that means. But it is a weird So he means term. it as like a derogatory. It's a derogatory thing, but they couldn't put right. what he would have probably have actually said in that situation into okay. a picture book. Yeah. Again, we got some more muddled watercolor. <laughs> <laughs> Just bothers me now. Susan Hirschman, if you're listening, I told you not to listen. Stop listening. <laughs> but so, what, so the father that we never see... Oh, that's true. We never see him. Now, that is significant. Yeah. Yeah. We, we only see the boys. Mm-hmm. We see the girl next door that mm-hmm. has a doll that William wants, and we see the grandmother. But the father chimes in and says, would you like a basketball? And he's like, no. I don't want a doll. my first wish. But he gets a basketball. The father doesn't buy the kid basketball shoes. He's still playing basketball and penny loafers, yeah, I know. which is a whole I know. skill like in and of itself. It, it, no, they say he gets really good at it, and he must right? get good he at it because at he's, it in, he's penny in penny loafers. Yeah, no, this is kind of a passive-aggressive move on the dad's part. Like, okay, I'm going to get you a basketball, and we apparently own a hoop. Oh, yeah, he puts yeah, a hoop. There's a hoop. He puts a hoop up. But I'm not going to give you any of, even back then, man, they weren't gonna... making their sons play in penny loafers, unless he's gotten... Unless William's just super attached to these shoes and refuses to change into sneakers, which is Perhaps. possible. Which Perhaps. is possible. Yeah. But where's the mom? Yeah, the mom is, like, having no part of any of this. Uh, if there is which, one, maybe it's a single dad situation. Maybe. Which would explain how jerky this older mm-hmm. brother is. Yeah, because, mm-hmm. you know, 
He's dealing with the death of his mom. He's going. I wouldn't with say these... death. I'd say she left him because the dad was being a jerk. <laughs> well, the dad's being a jerk. I'm not going to deny that. But he's at least, he's trying to connect with his son. He's just lousy at it. I don't think he's trying to connect with his son. I think he's trying to make his son interested in things he's not interested in. This is also true. Like electric trains. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's something young boys like. Let's yeah. have you interested in And what's interesting trains. to me is that William doesn't reject any of these. He's like, fine, I'll do that. I mean, he's like, he'll do the well, thing that you give him. he knows when to pick his battles. He's a smart kid. Yeah. No, he's not a dummy. He's, he's, yeah, you're right. He's picking his battles here. But he's also legitimately like, all right, I'll do it. But at the same time, the dad's letting him wear this kerchief. I'm like, dude, <laughs> let go of the kerchiefs. I believe it's a neckerchief. Or, Whatever. let's see... There's uh, so many terms for what it could be. But the, I was, at first I thought it was an ascot. ascot. It's yeah. kind of an ascot, yeah. yeah. But the hero of the story comes in, and it's the grandmother. Yeah. So the grandmother, who, is it the dad's mom? It's gotta or be the dad's the mom's mom. mom. No, no, I think it's the dad's mom. So apparently she dropped the ball on dad here, but she's going to make up for it with his son. Interesting. That's Some my guilt theory. happening, maybe. Uh-huh. However, if it is the mom's mom, then the dad can't really say much again to her exactly if it was his own mother then he might be like lay off lady right but if it's his wife's mom then he's kind of hemmed in yeah yeah hmm. yeah we don't know we but don't know she comes in wearing her fabulous 70s like look at this dress it is brown plaid <laughs> brilliance Are you sure it's not a housecoat uh, no, I'm not oh, sure. Right. Yeah, that could be a house. I just assumed it was a housecoat. I thought Allah it was a dress. I thought Allah it was death like, and, um... Death, Duck, and the Tulip. But, what is, yeah. What's her name? The designer, Di, Di, Von First, the Diana Von First. You're asking me for the name of a designer. You're okay, she's the, she's the woman who made wrap dresses. Anyway, yeah. I thought that That's might have been hers, idea. but it's not. Anyway, the grandmother okay. comes in. Sure she does, with her and sensible shoes. she watches William throw his basketball. She watches him play with his electric trains. But then they go for a walk, mm-hmm. and she says, well, and he says, but you know what I really want? And she says, what's that? He says, I would like a doll. But my brother says it will make me a creep, and the boy next door says I'm a sissy, and my father brings me other things instead. And his grandmother is not having any of that. No, so she, she doesn't even, she doesn't even hesitate. She says nonsense. Yeah. And so they go straight to a store. I love that word, nonsense. It's so matter of fact. Nonsense. It's like, Nonsense. Okay, okay. Yeah, let's they, correct this problem. They go to a store who is run by a really creepy woman. Oh my gosh, there's so many things wrong with this okay, woman. Okay, I have never seen this before. First of all, she doesn't know how to put on blush. She knows how to put are you on sure mud. That's not, are you sure that's not like a human-sized doll that's just propped up on the side? I mean, it's with all the other dolls. Is it a doll that's come to life? It Maybe. It's like that Twilight at, Zone where everyone's a mannequin selling, and like, they come to life at night. Yeah. These are creepy. Like, that yeah. doll is creepy. It's a Raggedy Ann. They've always been creepy. I mean, but her face, it's like, oh. Yeah, it's like she put on the wrong, like she meant to put on the blush, but she put on the brown eyeliner It's like she meant to put on a different face, but she grabbed her creepy face, and so she decided to wear that on a Tuesday. I am going to believe that's a doll. Uh, It's a a life-size human doll. (laughs) That is selling other dolls. That is selling other dolls. (laughs) It's the creepiest book. So... So creepy. That is a really weird picture. Anyway, I have never noticed that she, one. She, whoever decides to re-illustrate this book, can yeah. you like fix this storekeeper, Just please? Get rid of her. <laughs> like, make her less evict her from this book, please. <laughs> less Chucky. Yeah. More. She has a little Chucky to her. I'm yeah. not gonna deny that. So right, so they go to a store. They 
they buy the doll that he always wanted, mm-hmm. and then the dad steps in, and he's, and it says, the father was upset. Mm-hmm. He's a boy. He should be... With boy toys. With basketballs and electric trains and workbenches. Mm-hmm. And she's very... I imagine her being very calm. Yes. Kind of like the queen. I imagine her like the queen, just saying, Hello! <laughs> I imagine she just looks <laughs> down... My corgi. She looks down on him yeah. and says, He needs it. I mean, how are you going to argue with that? It's like, really hard to argue with it. I mean, he needs it so that he can learn... To be a father, like, ah, oh, she puts him in his place. And I'm uh. like, that is the best ending to it. It's like, I just, wait, hold on, let me just read it. Yeah, read it. it. So just good. actually read it. He needs it, she said, to hug and to cradle and to take to the park so that when he's a father, like you, Burn. he'll know how to take care of his baby and feed him and love him and bring him the things he wants like a doll so that he can practice being a father. Boom, I boom, know. It's boom. So, it's so... It's so just good. like, oh my god. Take there's that, There's no Take better that. ending. Like, yeah. that is such a I know. satisfactory it is, ending. It is... I'm not going to call it passive-aggressive. It's just super pointed. Oh, it's so super, good. like... You couldn't have the dad yeah. come back to that. No, there's no, no, there's no, 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 no. That is the Grandma perfect... gets the last... Freaky word. It's now, so good. it could well be that grandma goes back to wherever grandma lives and then he takes a doll away. That could be. We don't want to talk about that. We don't want to think about that. We do not want to think about that. Hopefully, her hopefully... argument has changed his heart and mind. Yes. But I like at the end of. Because in this giant monstrosity book, like this this thing hurts my leg. It's I'll so take a heavy. picture of it so people can see it. Yeah. It's huge. But it's at amazing. the end, they have this how to enjoy William's doll further. Mm. And they do have two very good points. One of them is discussing with your child the idea of what are boy things and what are girl things. Mm-hmm. And the discussion should be non-judgmental and open-ended. That's very smart. That's very interesting. Because I would be... I, I was thinking back to when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, what would I think of as a boy toy and a mm-hmm. girl toy or whatever? Um, which is weird because when I played house, I was always the brother. I was yeah. never, like, the wife or the daughter or anything. I was always the brother. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but I, I hunted. I was very good at hunting berries. All right. Wait, and wait. then... <laughs> but the other point was um, talk to your child about what to do when other children make fun of him or her mm-hmm. and affirm that it's okay to be different. That's a very good message to send along, too, which I don't know if kids will pick up on that. Mm-hmm. They might be too focused on he just wants this toy not that he might be deemed as different or be made fun of, you know, because that was in the beginning of the story. So I feel like that's a very good point to drive home, in your home as well. I agree with you. And uh, so this book, I mean, well, it's, okay, so this is part of the reason that I really was glad that, I wasn't glad that Toys R Us closed, but I always had a big problem with Toys R Us, and that was that they have a section labeled boys and a little section labeled girls when it comes to the toys. Hmm. And that always bugged the crap out of me. And of course, as a, you know, I'm a parent myself. I've got a boy and I've got a girl. And when my daughter was born, we got her a big toolbox and we got her, you know, we tried to get her an equal number of the quote-unquote girls' toys and the quote-unquote boys' toys. And if she didn't play with the toolbox as much, that's fine. Meanwhile, I've got my son. He plays with that toolbox, but he also plays with Wonder Woman quite a lot, I must say. 
And Wonder Woman goes on as many adventures as any of his other superheroes at any given time, and, and that is a good thing. Um, not going to say that he doesn't ascribe gender to one thing or another, but I haven't heard him do it as often as I thought I would. And I would like a version of... I do read him this version of William Stahl. And here, here's, here's me rant. Here's Betsy's rant on it. The problem with William's doll is I think it's a really good message that really says a lot to boys today. But I think those pictures throw the darn thing off for contemporary kids. Imagine yep. if this book came out with a kid who looks like a kid today. Yeah. Wearing, I don't know, this is crazy, <laughs> jeans. Let's not, say. Jeans. Not, not corduroy. Not slacks. Not a kerchief. Not penny loafers. Not a bowl cut. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. No bowl cut. Let's ixnay the old cut bay. I don't know. I do enjoy a good bowl no, cut. No, 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 no. <laughs> Fine. We can keep the bowl cut. But the neckerchief is the, right and out. And the penny loafers. And the penny loafers. Yes. For the cry And then the brother coming in wearing the tennis white. With yes. his little tennis racket over his shoulder. Mm -hmm. I'm like, Mr. Like 1980s bully is what that is. Right. Yeah. In any movie. And I'm like, imagine if this, this book would be revolutionary if it came out today with contemporary art in it. Because this is still a huge issue. This idea of was, a boy just uh, playing with a doll for the heck of it. I was going to say, I think if this book came out now, it would still be controversial. Yeah, I think I it would. I, I mean, I'm not, I'm not disagreeing with you at all. 2018, it's still going to have issues. Yeah, and we've had some somewhat similar sad. books. There was a book that came out, oh, it was either last year or the year before that, called Big Bob, Little Bob, which was by James Howe, about one boy who likes playing tea parties and he likes playing with dolls and things and then another boy who likes playing with sports and they're trying to actually it's not a bullying book they're both trying to figure out how to play with one another and then a girl comes along and starts yelling at one of the, the bob who likes to play with girl things saying he's doing girl stuff and that is so true i have seen more girls yell at boys for not doing enough boy things so this cuts both ways where boys think boys have to do boy things and then girls will also reinforce those stereotypes just because that's what they think and that's what they've been taught. So this book would be useful for girls and boys in so many different ways. And yeah. yes, the discussion questions would be fantastic. And, oh, I just, I do not know why they have not re-illustrated this. It is, yeah. it is, makes me so mad. So this was adapted into a cartoon short in Free to Be You and Me. Again, that was in the 70s. Oh, you know Free to Be You and Me. I just remember... The song? There's a land that yeah. I see where the children are free. That was 70s, right? That was 70s. Um, very, very 70s. It came out, it was a television special in 1974. Uh-huh. Uh, it was created by Marlo Thomas. And, yeah, it included this. And this had a song that went with it. Um, I don't remember the song all that well, uh, so I can't sing that one. And I, if I can find it on YouTube, I will include it in the show notes. But I did see, I did find a piece of information about it that it was very interesting to me. When Marlo Thomas made Free to Be You to Me, she was asked to make two changes to her material. And one of those changes involved this story. Quote, they wanted William's doll cut because it would turn every boy in the world into a homosexual. What? Which isn't such a bad idea, she says. <laughs> and the other issue was parents or people, where Harry Belafonte sang the man part and I sang the female part, and we were walking down Fifth Avenue pushing baby buggies, 
and ABC said it wouldn't play in the South. Okay, so this was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looked like we were married. Thankfully, uh, she had a show called That Girl, which was a hit on ABC at the time, so I had a little clout. Both things stayed in. Nice. I know. Two thumbs up for you, uh, Marlo Thomas. So, that's all I've got. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's hard to rate it because it... Exactly. It's it's a good story. Yeah. It's got a good, a real good ending. Sure. Oh, that killer. is like... It's a killer ending. It's maybe, I'm going to argue, Charlotte Zolotow's greatest writing. But the illustrations are pretty bad. They are. But I think, personally, um, that the message and the writing supersede the art and that... We but can make... I okay, think okay, what could have made it just a little bit nicer was if instead it was instead of it being a grandmother, mm -hmm. it was a grandfather. Huh? Well, that would be fantastic. I right? bet it didn't even occur to her, quite frankly. Yeah. Like, how... Yeah. So it would have been... Boy, that would have been great. It would have been an, a story all about the different sides of boys and men and masculinity. So you're seeing some yeah. boys being mean, some boys thinking, well, I want to be nice, but... I'm going to try and change that, and another man who's like, no, we need to accept this, like, and encourage it. Okay, you know what? I'm sure that Crescent Dragon Wagon, the daughter of Charlotte Zolotow, who approved all the changes to A Tiger Called Thomas, um, which had text changes when it became A, a Tiger Oh, yeah, I pointed Tomas, out. Tomas, yeah. Well, and even before, there yeah. was, like, the she stoop always the approved it. There I don't the... think she'd have a darn problem with them turning into a grandfather, so... All right, we're going to raise the stakes a little bit, and I'm going to say not only could we get a new illustrator on this, but we could change that into a grandfather, and that would be amazing. Yeah. All right. So Green Wait, Willow, can, my can I get darlings. A cut of that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I know. Green Willow, my darlings, we're going to give this idea to you. It's such a good idea. The time is now. Re-illustrate the freaking book, my darlings. Especially right now. I think this it, is the moment. I'm literally getting emails be... for people asking for lists about things against toxic masculinity. This is the original book on the subject, people. This could be flying off the shelves. Oh my gosh, it this, could. This could be like. It could be on every list. It could be. The news media, like the yeah, Today Shows absolutely. and the Good Morning Americas would sure. be talking about it again. Yeah, they would. Like, yeah. Crescent could go on all those talk shows. She'd be more than happy to do so. Yeah. Yeah. And at the same time, we'd be celebrating the we legacy of We need to start a movement. That's what I'm talking about. Why do you think I brought it up today? This is good. This is super good, right? Wait, what petitions do we need to start? I don't know. Who do we need to get to sign them? I'm not sure. We need to make this happen. As I'm saying, right? Okay. Okay. All right. So now we got a goal. Okay, cool. Wonderful. Nice. Excellent. I, I'm very pleased, but we still have to rate it. Oh, right. Right. Um... Uh, so maybe I, we could maybe we could co-rate it because we're sort of on the same page here. Maybe we can find a rating that suits both of us, and then we'll just rate it the same number together. I was gonna go with an eight. Yeah. Because it's I can't give it a ten. It could be a ten if it had great art. And if it was a grandfather, that'd be pretty cool. You know what? I'm gonna go with an eight with you. Okay. So that leaves room for improvement. Yeah. But makes it clear. 
It's a that classic. It's a classic. It's because it is, a classic. It is... That I've never heard of before today. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it, it has been heard of. I mean, it was included in this treasury, which I appreciate. I was, I'm not giving HarperCollins quite enough credit here. They did include it in their treasury of classics, alongside things like Harold and the Purple Crayon. Uh, I mean, they put it on the cover. They like, did. Well, that's... they put them all on the cover. But, yeah. Oh, all t- that's all, all the books on the uh, cover, so it wasn't, that's oh. no special treatment there. Oh, well. But they included it at all, which I think says something good. So, but the clearly, cover's kind of confusing because it's the kid with a basketball, and then... Well, that's the co- yeah, it was the cover of the I mean, original book. Why? Well, see right there. Yeah, I know, it's called William's Doll, well, and then he's shown with a basketball well, on the cover. Well, at least it's not the picture of him holding his lungs. <laughs> that would have been a little creepy. Thank goodness for small favors, eh? <laughs> You guys are going to I'll put it in the show notes. Don't worry. It is highly disturbing. We'll put it on Instagram, too. Huh? Instagram. Oh, heck yeah. We're putting it on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That'll be like the top image we put in there. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. William's lungs. Oh, good. <laughs> That'll be the sequel. All right. Letters time. <laughs> la, 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 letters time. Okay. In today's letters time, um, pretty much it's just one letter. That's okay. But it's from, it's from Lark. And I think actually it might have been a couple different messages uh, from Lark. So Lark wrote in. And uh, Lark mentioned that she herself wanted to read a book that I had mentioned uh, on the show because another person had recommended it called Wolves in the City by Margaret Wilde, uh, which you, Kate, are not allowed to read. All right. That's the one you said I can't it's, read. But... It's, uh, it would be like chugging down a can of nightmare fuel if you got it. It's a Ooh. really terrifying book. However, she was trying to find it, and it would be difficult to find because it's spelled all wacky weird. I, so if you guys do want to read it for some ungodly Wait, is reason... is this a kid's book or an adult book? That's the question, my friend. Is it meant to be for kids? or is it? Me- Let me just say this. Book? It's in a picture book format. Oh, okay. But when I worked in New York Public Library's uh, Children's Center at 42nd Street, we put it in the older child fiction chapter book section. All right. So this is how you spell it, people, though. It's Wolves, W-O-L-V-S, in the city, and city is spelled S-I-T-E-E. That's by Margaret Wilde. So if you are looking for this book, that is how you actually spell the title. This is why you were not able to find it. Lark, by the way, also found a tattoo-worthy picture from a book called The Adventures of Penrose the Mathematical Cat. What? Uh, she says, perhaps recommended by Betsy. Nope, not me. Never heard of it the day of my life. But I can. she says, uh, you probably would approve of it. I'll show you the picture here. <gasps> oh, it's a cat anus. It's a cat anus book. It's, uh, it's, a little, it's an elongated anus, yeah. though. So that's a little... Um, I don't know what's up with that. So you wouldn't want that as a tattoo? I, I like the perfect little dots. That's, yeah. I, I don't like that. the ones that it looks like poops coming out of it. Yeah, okay. Well, I can understand that. <laughs> I can understand that. By the way, I saw the other day, oh, from Everyone Poops, you know that sequence where they're all just sort of pooping and all the different animals are? Yeah. That was that was painted on a wall in a mural somewhere Why? recently. I don't know. And I think I blocked it, out the information it, of where I saw it. I was going to so. say, was it in a school? Was it in a library? Was it outside? Was the school it... and library part is entirely possible, but I do not know. I have no brain. I cannot remember things. <laughs> Grown-up things we like. Ah, uh, yes. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I will go first. You go first. So, I, if people are not aware, I'm a big fan of board games. Yes. And, uh... I'm we, aware. We came across a board game, uh, in a 
local store in Kalamazoo, and it's called Geek Out. And it's kind of a trivia type of game where the different categories are games, comics, sci-fi, fantasy, and miscellaneous. I Somehow they forgot the children's book category, um, but I'll forgive them. Okay. And they'll be like one of the, you know, you roll a die depending on whatever color the die comes up. Uh, let's say, for example, it's blue, which is comics. It'll say, can you name four comic book characters who wear glasses? And you have to think in your head really quickly. Can I think of four? Yes, I can do four. The next person I can has think to... think of three. The next person has to try and one-up that and be like, I can think of five. Okay, I can think of five. And the next person, if they can't think of six, then they pass. The next person has to try and think of six. If they pass, then it comes all the way back down to the original person. If they can't one-up it, then it goes back to the person who said that they could do five. And then if they can name five comic book characters who wear glasses, they win two points. And then if they don't, they win minus two points. And so whoever gets uh, the most points by the end wins. And it is... I'm not very good at it at all. No, we play this with uh, our brother who... He's, wins. He's very good. All Although, the freaking time. I, we did, I played it with um, our mother. Yes. And our aunt. Oh boy. And the category was um, like uh, six Sherlock Holmes titles. Uh... And they just went back and forth. I can think of six. I can think of seven. I can think of eight. I can think of nine. I can think of ten. I can think of eleven. I can think of twelve. I'm like, when will the madness end? Oh my god. It was a very impressive. That would be a very impressive game. And then, I but would dad got that. in there for a while. Did he too. really? Yeah, oh was, man. And, man. Then, and then he had to bow out, which I was like, you're a great man. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so by the, but it's a very fun game. It's, yeah. uh, it's for, it says it's for ages 10 to adult. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and it takes about 30 minutes to play, but it's, it's fun and it can get competitive and then you can get into, you know, the semantics of like, okay, superheroes who own a boat. Well, I think Batman owns a he boat. Definitely should he if he should, doesn't. Right. So uh, I should say I did once very well one time uh, when it asked for Greek gods yes. and a hat tip to George O'Connor's graphic novel series on Greek gods because that is the only reason I was able to name as many gods as I could was because of his series. There you go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good with the name board games that include blank. Yeah, the fact that, that it includes board games. I'm just like, oh, come on! Nah, that's yeah. my one area. And then everything else, I'm like, I'm just going to watch you guys play. Yeah, that's <laughs> sort of my attitude as well. Yeah. But yeah, yeah that's so my recommendation. It's called Geek Out. That is excellent. Uh, mine is not that, not that cool. It's okay. It's not great. It's kind of Zaphod rule. Um, or Zaxxon rule, I, I should say. The Zaxxon rule... Uh, originated with the podcast Pop Culture Happy Hour, and it says that you should not recommend things that only you can enjoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is inspired by the fact that one of the people had gotten a Zaxxon home video game, arcade game, and that he was really enjoying, and he was recommending that. Well, nobody can go out and buy an arcade game whenever they want to, so Zaxxon rule. This is a little Zaxxon rule, but not entirely. I'm recommending two restaurants in Evanston, Illinois. So that's pretty site-specific. Well, I don't know. But I... people could come at any time. They might come to the Chicago area. And they could meet us. And they could meet us. Right? And take us out to dinner. <laughs> See? Where would we eat? Why? 
Funny you should ask. So recently I went to two different restaurants. The first one is called Found. Now I highly recommend Found for one very good reason. They created a little back room and they needed books. So they came to me at the library and they said, do you have any books you don't need? And I said, boy, howdy do I? Because we had recently closed our old book room and we had a whole bunch of books that hadn't sold and they needed to go somewhere to a nice home. So they now line the shelves in a little book room in the back of this restaurant. And they look lovely and you can eat there. And the food is also very, very tasty, which doesn't hurt matters. Then the other one I actually rent and ate at tonight. It's called the Peckish Pig. And the Peckish Pig is uh, very tasty. They don't take, uh, they don't take reservations. So you kind of have to walk in off the street and, and hope for the best. So they've got a little brewery in there. They have many pig related foods, but they have many, many vegetarian foods We're as well. We're still in fall. Did they have pumpkin ale? No, they freaking didn't. Did and I am holding that against them. I did mention to the, well, because there's my theory. Is that Meg ale? Cinnamon ale? They had no, I can't say they didn't have any, any autumnal ales. They do. They have Oktoberfest junk, but come on people. I, it's just not cool to make pumpkin ale anymore, man. Everyone's yeah. like, everyone hates pumpkin stuff. We shouldn't make an ale well, for it, it. You know, all the, uh, yeah. all the, the basic girls who are like, I like pumpkin spice, everything. Yeah. They kind of That's ruined. me you're yeah. talking about. Me. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. the one who likes the pumpkin <laughs> spice. Not to a crazy oh, degree. Lord. Like, you know, if there's like pumpkin spice Captain Crunch, I'm not having any of it. To be fair, I'm not having empty Captain Crunch anyway. Yes. But you know, pumpkin spice Cheerios, that does exist. And yeah. that's not a no. good idea. No, they, you need to stop. They just need yeah. to stop that. Yeah, 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 I'm fine with pumpkin spice in very limited places, uh, including my ale. Which it is not, because everyone now thinks it's not cool to make it. Well, it is cool for me. Okay. But you won't find it at the Peckish Pig. But you will find delicious food, and you will find other types of beers that are very tasty. So that's the thing I like. Well, hopefully you did not give them this book, because this book should be in the library with many as many people as possible seeing it. I agree. And not in, like, a dusky dusty corner. Nope. Of a... No, it should be on display yeah. with a big sticker on the front saying, ignore the art, it's a great story. Yeah, yes. pretty much. Pretty we, much. We need to start a petition. I'm serious about this. I might start it. Yeah, all right. You do it, man. Yeah. You do it. Okay. I'll back you up. Okay. All right, petition's going. Okay. More information to come, people. Cool. Cool. I've been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Sign the petition. Fusing Kate is a Fuse Number 8 production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. And you can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate. That's Fuse number 8, Kate. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Givens Kind. And our oyster floater is Drew Atienza. Fuse8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird and does not reflect the views of School Library Journal. <laughs>